we just want to say on behalf of Game Source, we want to offer our condolences to the uh, family, uh, all the families in uh, Colorado who are suffering from that very, very tragic event. Um, I, I think everybody here, um, we just want to extend our, um, our, our <laughs> I guess, our, our sympathy um, to those families who, who are really hurting right now. And um, does anybody else like to like to say anything on that? Uh, we just pass along, like you said, our deepest condolences to those families. Uh, you know, they're in our thoughts and our prayers here at Game Source, and uh, we just wish them the very best um, and strength in this time of uh, need for them. Welcome everyone to Game Source Podcast, episode forty-two. Um, my uh, co-host uh, decided that his children were more important than this podcast. Um, that evil man. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, tonight we have uh, Bryce, Chris, and Jamie. Guys, what's up, world? Hello, guys. How's it going, everybody? So. Uh, What's everybody playing lately? Anything new? Uh, With me, I've actually been getting into uh, this new sensation that just hit on on the computer. If anyone's heard of it, then uh, please speak up with it. But it's called DayZ. Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, there's um, a game that's been out for a while called Arma 2. And it's for the PC, and it's supposed to be a pretty decent game. And um, I bought it, and I downloaded the new mod that's for it. For it uh, called Daisy, and this mod is basically uh, simulating a what would happen if zombies took over this world and you had to survive kind of thing. But it's the most realistic kind of survival game that you could play, starting off from nothing, and you've got to go scavenge for your own equipment, weapons, uh, food, shelter and everything then of course you face zombies as well as the fact that there are other people trying to survive out in the in the world so you could run into just random people that want to kill you or people that want to help you or betray you anything like that and it makes the game really fun i haven't actually got a chance to play it yet but i hear it gets uh, it gets kind of difficult i was looking online to get it and it says the average life expectancy is like 48 minutes for a character yeah. or something like that. Oh, <laughs> right. Because <laughs> uh, as soon as you spawn, you have absolutely nothing but a bandage and a painkiller. So, I mean, you uh, maybe if you wait five minutes, you'll start getting attacked by zombies because there are just too many on this map. Uh, and by the way, this, this map of any sort, if you want to call it a map, is a couple hundred kilometers wide. So it takes literally like 10 hours just to walk around the entire place. And if you can even get out of where you're from, try to find some weapons and stuff, uh, then you're pretty lucky. The furthest I've ever gotten was maybe two or three hours into the game without dying. I found a gun and I found some food, but then uh, like three zombies attacked me and I think another person saw me and shot me from far away. Yeah, game people seem to be very... Not friendly towards anyone around them. I've seen videos of just people trying to get help and someone will come along and they'll begin a blood transfusion or something and then all of a sudden they pull out a gun and shoot them and then they're dead. Game over. Exactly. Man, these times are right. Then you take all their stuff, see? Exactly. But then as soon as they do that, the next day they're going to have the same thing happen to them. 
So I'm wondering if there's a guy that's out there that has everything in the game because he's done it to like a hundred different people. <laughs> These young kids. <laughs> there's like this warehouse full of stuff. He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually been uh, at the Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City. I was uh, being terrorized by tyrants. Oh, yeah. Today. It's like, it's not bad enough one of them takes like 150 clips, which there's a convenient infinite ammo supply that happens to be hid behind a truck. But, you know, just when you're like, you know, four on one, like another one just comes and like bum rushes you out of the side and you're like, uh, okay. So, and then they like get mixed up and then you're like, okay, so who am I killing now? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Yeah, there was a bunch of games that I started getting into, but that was probably the most interesting one. Jamie, I didn't hear anything from you if you've been playing anything new. I've been bouncing around. I played a little bit of NCAA 13. Um, nice. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> um, Any I played the. 12? Yes and no. I mean, <laughs> I've always looked at NCAA as just a Passover till Madden. Oh. <laughs> it's just something to hold you over. <laughs> it's a sissy game. <laughs> I've been bouncing around like that. The DLC for Ghost Recon. Um, yes, and then, what else? Oh, I got into the Dust 514 beta and then the Little Big Planet carding beta. So I've been touching on those a couple of times and seeing what they're all about. Very nice. Yeah, I know, uh, Jamie, you actually, August, right? You said August, you're, uh, you're going to be going to that Classic Gaming? Yes, the Classic Gaming Expo. Yeah, so I think that'll be pretty interesting. I'm sure uh, Jamie will provide us a, a lot of interesting feedback from that. I will do what I can. I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and steal like an Atari Lynx or something, just stick it in my pocket. <laughs> nice, <laughs> sir. Uh, you appear to have a big package in your pants. Right. Uh, yes. Thank you, um, but quit looking. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. I think that's discrimination. You know what? I think I'm gonna leave now. I feel digitally and sexually harassed. <laughs> <laughs> I would like my money back, please. And possibly a free Atari system. Yes, uh, or maybe two, depending on if you find out about the one I have in my pants. <laughs> <sighs> so they're listening right now. I'm going to get handcuffed at the door. Mm-hmm. Blacklisted already. Right. I, I think, uh, I can't remember what it was. I saw a Facebook post uh, that was so funny. Um, a little off topic, but. Um, on the Peter rant, they had a, a picture of Resident Evil with the dogs, and um, um, it, it, there was like a gun pointing at the zombie dogs. And then the headline said, um, "Been screwing Peter since 1996." Oh yeah, I saw That's that. Nice. <laughs> I was, was like, hilarious. "That is awesome." Ah, <laughs> uh, that was for you, Peter. Anyway, I guess we should get to something relevant. Um. We got a couple headliners. Uh, as everybody knows, as it comes to really no major surprise, of course, that uh, the I, I think and Jamie Bryce, you guys correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Chris. I think this month was probably the worst gaming month in history, at least in the last twenty or thirty years. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, it's pretty horrific. However, we are able to find a couple things. Uh, Diamond in the rough. EA did announce Battlefield 4, um, the upcoming beta announced, of course, with uh, Medal of Honor Warfighter. Shocker. Yeah. Oh, man. Big whoop there, right? Um, you know, I guess, is the Modern Warfare-Battlefield combo going to really be enough to beat, you know, Call of Duty? I, I really doubt that, to be honest with you. Although, the last Modern Warfare wasn't bad. I don't think, I don't think that combo is going to be enough to beat it, though. No, because you're talking entrance into a beta, which there's going to be how many different ways to get into that beta besides that? Pre-order games? Pre-order, yeah. <laughs> Pre-order GameStop. Get your cool beta code and some gun that no one else will have in a different color. <laughs> it's like we are going to give you and 10 million other people an exclusive weapon. Yeah. Pre-order skin. at GameStop. Ah. And if you're lucky, depending on what system you buy it for, your beta will work sometime in the future. <laughs> yeah. We apologize. We do appreciate your pre-order and your business. However, we're presently experiencing technical difficulties at this time. 
All of our employees are currently playing the beta, and you are not. (laughs) Please stay on the line. Your call is important to us. No, but really, seriously, does anybody really think that combo is going to be really be enough to beat COD? No. Uh, The last Medal of Honor that's supposed to be the rebirth of the franchise didn't do very well. I mean, I give it Warfighter looks pretty good, uh, but uh, Black Ops 2 was a pretty solid game. Or Black Ops 1, I'm sorry. Pretty solid game. Maybe it'll generate more hype, because I know a lot of people preferred Black Ops over Modern Warfare. In the more... um, It it took more skill to play the game instead of just firing rockets like a madman or (laughs) quickscoping and stuff like that. So... Maybe it, it'll bring back people who, who lost interest on Modern Warfare 3 like I did. I, I don't really play it all anymore. If I do play, it's for maybe one or two matches that one of my friends begged me to join in on. But right. the combo... I mean, I'm excited for Battlefield 4, even though then Battlefield just released a whole bunch of new game modes and maps and all kinds of stuff. I just think there's probably traditionally a larger fan basis for the Call of Duty series than there really has ever really been for Modern Warfare, or Modern Warfare, I'm sorry, Medal of Honor or or Battlefield. And we all know from the last major release, you know, Battlefield and COD were like hashing it out with one another. And with all the the crap that happened within the last, you know, year or so, who knew that we'd be where we are today, you know? But it's like, I don't know. I I don't think, I really don't think the combo's really going to be significantly enough to to be Call of Duty. I'd be very surprised if the sales numbers really get anywhere anywhere near what Call of Duty's going to do. I think it's just an announcement to keep people loyal to the franchise because they don't have anything at the time Black Ops 2 comes out. So yeah, they're gonna lose a lot of people, so they got to get you excited somehow. They, they need something to, to keep the leash on. Yep, there'll probably be more maps. Isn't, aren't they working on that biggest map in Battlefield history or something right now? I think I yeah, read that that's somewhere. coming out in that's coming out of the next pack. It's supposed to be like an extra like fifty feet bigger than the last one or something weird like that. It's not it's not that drastically much bigger, but it's fifty supposed feet. To, bigger <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's probably a little more than that but it's not supposed to be drastically much bigger like um and from what i heard it's supposed to just house like an extra 15 vehicles uh on each side i mean like in total because there's four new vehicles that are coming into the game but um there's supposed to be 15 additional vehicles that you can ride throughout that entire map can you imagine like a really bad commercial like 50 feet bigger, one extra gun, and instead of the traditional 10 buildings, you have 11. <laughs> Throw in some ATVs with machine guns on them. <laughs> yeah. That was like an AC 130s. It's yeah. like the janky tour guide going through the middle of the battlefield while it's going on. If you look to your left, you'll see a hangar that was no longer there before, but is now there. And now pilot aircraft carriers and. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And then like a nuke goes off in the back, like as the end. <laughs> oh yeah, we have nukes now. <laughs> Coming to a GameStop near you. <laughs> I feel like commercial is like one of those Old Spice commercials, where it's just you know, crazy. <laughs> All that just sinks into together, and then at the end, you're on the beach for no reason. It couldn't be and all of a sudden it goes pre-order now and a hovercraft pulls up on the beach. Yeah. It couldn't be any worse than those Axe commercials. <laughs> huh? uh, I know I know the only <laughs> the, the only major release if you really want to call it a major release was NCAA. This yes. is again undoubtedly probably the worst uh you know worst Worst months in gaming history. Um, yeah. This month sucked. I couldn't even do my monthly games I'm excited for this week <laughs> or this month. I was like, I don't like anything coming out. This you should have. You should have did <laughs> games I'm unexcited for. Yeah, that list still would have been as short as the first one. Probably. 
nothing. How can you be unexcited for nothing? He could have been like, "Ah, oh, well, there's always Kingdom Hearts 3D." Yeah, that's about it. Sorry, guys. Yeah. And even that's the end of the month. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, and I also know uh, coming out of Comic Con, you know, as when it concluded, I know that uh, PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale and Injustice, you know, were were amongst the many that were there. Uh, Gods Among Us, you know, several publishers with, you know, no real comic ties for their games. You know, is, is it really important for a publisher? I don't know. Is it really relevant for a publisher to be there at Comic Con with those kind of? I know that Comic Con is, you know, it was really the focal point of it was comics, obviously, a while back, and I know they've they've since then integrated a, a very large aspect of. You know, gaming. They have a lot of uh, publishers and developers that are now being present at Comic Con. And I also know that uh, Deadpool, right? I think Deadpool was announced by Activision there. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I mean, and I'm sure there's a lot more, uh, a lot more relevant information. Of course, uh, those are just kind of the 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 major ones we wanted to announce. And uh, what what added characters did they for uh, for uh, PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale did they announce there? Does anybody know? Yeah, it was what was it, Toko or whatever, the little cat mascot that they have in Japan. Oh, that came in on Street Fighter Cross Tekken and surprise, right? I can't remember what the other one was. I'm drawing a mind blank. Uh, me too. Oh well, it's just been so full of news that I yeah. could not, I just couldn't remember. Just got pushed right. They announced. Right. Uh, sorry, they announced Cole from Infamous. They announced Jack from Jack and Dexter as well. Oh. Um, yep. And Hehachi from Tekken. Yeah. That was the last one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was. I was facing off on that last topic. Then I picked up on. It. I was like, Oh wait, what they announced? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the, the the new characters actually look a little bit better too than the six that they announced at a, or they showed at E3. Does the game look a little? Better. It looks basically the exact same. I don't think they're going to change too much on the graphics. They're just going to fix the mechanics and, and add in the new characters from now until the release date. I, I just, you know, I, for some reason I got a problem with that game. I feel like they took Super Smash and they, like, Sonyized it. Yeah, that's exactly that's, what their plan what was. It, it's just... But it, you know what? It's, that's what's great about it. Because everyone loves Super Smash Brothers, so make it nearly the same... But instead, add characters they can legally add that aren't Nintendo made. So and they can go Sony. endless with DLC, with going third-party characters, in-house exactly. characters. Exactly. I so, mean, they already announced they're adding Big Daddy from Bioshock, and that's already right. cross uh, cross platforms. So yeah, I mean, eventually you're going to start seeing some. You probably won't see like Master Chief or anything from Microsoft, but you'll see some characters that are uh, going to be in multiple consoles maybe even sonic might appear in this one or something like that i don't know technically maybe bungie doesn't own the rights to master chief anymore so no but 343 does ah they might be looking i you know <laughs> i think everybody's gonna want a little piece of the pie on that one because i'm telling you that's gonna be a cash cow yeah well maybe they should just make a halo war fight thing <laughs> like halo this. battle royale there you go you just make your own Master Halo, Chief and fight him. Halo Spartan beat him up. That's what they do. Yeah. <laughs> they need to make a game out of red versus blue. Oh, yes. <laughs> steal the flag. Steal the flag. <laughs> that red versus blue, I can literally, I can sit there for hours watching those episodes. I have sat there for hours watching those episodes. <laughs> That's what I was just going to say. <laughs> hey, I know what I'm going to be doing at work tomorrow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And anyway, um, did you guys have anything to add on? I know we kind of strayed from what the original question was. Do you guys feel like there's any real significance for? I mean, and my opinion is really different from this. And I know we we ask this just to kind of throw this out there for conversation, but the reality of it is, I think it's it's critical now for these developers and these publishers to be present at huge trade show events like Comic-Con, regardless whether or not there's any comic-related uh, material related to their game at all. And, and I'm, we're talking Deadpool side. I mean, other related things like, you know, like PlayStation Battle Royale. Um, I mean, All-Stars Battle Royale, sorry. Um, 
do you guys feel that do you guys feel that it that those publishers have a relevant place being there at the you know at like Comic Con? Yeah, I feel Comic Con has made a big impression on on everything from anything entertainment wise, movies, comics, uh, books, video games. It, it kind of has become the entertainment source of what's coming out and what's going to be good. So I think that it's pretty relevant to have every kind of form of entertainment in there. I, I agree. I couldn't agree more. Especially since comic books aren't really selling as well as they used to. Yeah. Now, even digital comics really aren't that big. I, I just think it's good. Yeah. Comic it's better com- to have physical copy anyways. Yeah. That's just like some books. I mean, it. you know, I kind of miss, I mean, it's great having an iPad and everything. Jamie, you can agree on this. Digital books are like the way of life, but you know, like there's some, there's some books that are kind of like, well, it would be better as a book. They just didn't do a good job doing a digital copy of this. And I think obviously a lot of the hardcore comic fans are probably, I, I imagine saying the same thing. Digital copies just aren't, you can't get a limited edition digital copy that only you have. Well, I mean, I guess in theory you could, I don't know what it would make so special, but I just think that it's good that Comic-Con has really become a lot more diversified. And, and I really think that was a really good move on their part just because of the way the market is right now. So um, I think they absolutely have a rightful place. To Jamie, what, what do you think, sir? Uh, most definitely. I mean, why would they not go? It's an opportunity to market themselves and their product to millions of people that probably A, already are into their product or know about it, or B, if they didn't, now they do, and they go, oh, great, now we're going to be looking for that. So and you almost have to. Here, here, good sir. <laughs> Bryce, what do you think? Yeah, same thing. Uh, it's just another media of coverage for your game. Um, it's actually a lot uh, cost-effective to go to these conventions and stuff and plug your game by word of mouth instead of doing TV spots and ads and stuff, uh, especially for a lot of the smaller games like uh, Gods. Uh, yeah, that's the one it's called, right? Yeah, the Injustice Gods. Among Gods Among Us. Us, yeah. Yeah, that, that game, I don't think it's uh, uh, well-funded, so this is probably their best bet to get the news out there is conventions. And like I said, comic books just aren't selling as much as they, they used to, and so to really gather the people for the conventions, they need to stretch from all media sources, whether it be movies, games, stuff like that, to, to bring in the crowd. Well, I mean, you know, the only way I, I think, you know, the more they, they can jam pack into these trade shows. I, I mean, personally, I know that Comic-Con is, I don't know the price offhand. Obviously, it's it's a fairly expensive trade show to get into. Well, Comic-Con isn't really a, a low-brand trade show anymore. I mean, people go just to go. They don't care what's going to be there. They just want to go because it's Comic-Con. So people will pay the outrageous ticket prices together. It's It's like the Disneyland of conventions. You know, everybody doing cosplay and everything else for anime, and uh, and it's funny because I mean, I know, I know, obviously, Comic Con is is named that for a reason. But it, you know, I remember years back just hearing it. I would always associate it with like anime, you know, because you see a lot of most of the, most of the dress up characters and cosplay characters you see, at least the ones I've seen, are a lot of from a lot of popular anime genres. So. That's kind of what I always thought. <laughs> yeah, you, it's kind of like one of those unnamed rules where you can't go to Comic-Con unless you're dressed up as something, you know, and people really get into it. I, I know a lot of people who, who go to conventions like that and they dress up and they spend weeks on their costumes getting it perfect just so they can do that weekend at Comic-Con. Yeah, so, some of them I, I know they posted up on Facebook. I was like, wow, <laughs> did, a, yeah, they, did a good job. They take those sewing classes and... Everything to get everything just right. That's okay. We reap the benefits because we get to look at it. So, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> anyway, uh, we got to head to a break, guys. So, we'll be back with you in uh, just a short time. I love it. NCAA, obviously, Jamie, you got that one right. Yep, I got it. Okay, so um, we're gonna come we back. Can, from- uh, we can replace Gravity Rush with. Um, I have my Smite beta review. Oh, okay. It's being edited now. I can do 
I don't know if you want to replace that or something. No, that's fine. So you want to just replace Gravity Rush with Smite? Um, it might be better than just I played the demo and it's good. <laughs> yeah, it's probably a good <laughs> idea. No, I, and I mean, you know, that's why I was like, I, I mean, from when I played Gravity Rush, I'm actually, you know, I was excited to play the rest of the game. It seemed like it was going to turn out to be a good game, so it's a shame I, wouldn't, I, I won't be able to play it. I'm going to check it out now. Bargain bin six months from now. Hey, no, that's absolutely true. Uh, of course, if I could find a PlayStation Vita sitting in the bargain bin six for six months from now, that would be beneficial too. Pretty sure that PlayStation phone's in there somewhere. So maybe <laughs> the, the the Xperia. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you're back. We are going to have Bryce. Yes. You Smite. Oh, all right. Uh, Smite is a third-person, I want to say, uh, mobile game type similar to League of Legends, Heroes of New Earth, uh, and the upcoming Dota 2 that's still being worked on. The one thing that is different about Smite is it's a it's a tower defense game like League of Legends, but it comes at you from the perspective of World of Warcraft, so you're down in the trenches with the champion you're controlling. So it's a completely new... Uh, point of view on playing these games um, it, it functions exactly like every other mode of the game uh, the game is centered around gods from various mythologies Zeus, Odin, Hades uh, Hebo uh, some other Middle Eastern Oriental mythologies are in there too uh, Ra for Egyptian and basically you control the champions, the gods, and they all have their skill sets, uh, just like League of Legends or Heroes of North, and you, your goal is to take down... The interesting thing about the game is the goal isn't to destroy a building, but the goal is to destroy a minotaur, which, once you get to it, will fight back, and it will crush you unmercifully. If you're not ready for that thing, it will destroy your entire team, very easily, which is actually an interesting element to these games is having the end objective fight back instead of just you got there, you won, game over. Hoorah. Hoorah. But right now, currently, it's in beta. Uh, the beta keys are extremely easy to get to. If you know someone who got into the beta, uh, they're automatically given three free beta keys to pass that to whoever they want, and then those keys unlock more keys and so on and so forth. Uh, I believe we're still running a contest on the site to give away one. Uh, yes, to my correctly. knowledge, yep, yep, we are. Yep. Yes. So if people want to go ahead and they seem interested in what I'm talking about, there's a there's gameplay footage linked to where uh the contest is being held on both our facebook page um i'm assuming our website yourgamesource.com as well and the mobile app i think has it as well yeah um i i'd have to check i know we definitely have it on the facebook i'm certain gerald probably at some point updated on the website uh that's i can't recall offhand i'll have to ask when we get him on here in just a minute um yeah, and, and uh, don't forget, we'll, we also will be um, putting that on the mobile app as well. So just keep an eye out for that, guys. But now I kind of actually want to check it out now, too. So, Right. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty fun game, actually. There's a very limited number of champions right now because it's, it's so new, and the development for each character, it, it takes a little bit longer because they're, they're very well animated. So um, how, character creation and lore and everything takes a little bit longer to do, but uh, how, everything meshes very well. How smooth is the gameplay? Is, is it is it, it a pretty is it a pretty, um, you know what I'm saying? Like some of the betas, like for instance, when I when I was able to get into the beta for uh, for like Dragon Nest, it was mm-hmm. really uh, obviously it's beta for a reason. I understand that, but it was really buggy. And you could barely play the game just because there was just such an overwhelming number of other players that just the game, the game experience for the beta was awful because it was just, it wasn't smooth. It was, I mean, what is it? Is it, is it pretty smooth? No, yeah, it's pretty smooth. It's not an open world thing. So the game maxes out with 10 people. And uh, so that's all it is. It's five versus five team combat. And then, so I run it on 
almost high settings, but I don't like to run things on super high settings. But and it still flows very well, at least for my computer. If you're having troubles, there's always the lower settings, and the environment isn't too uh, graphically hard on your hardware, so you should be able to run it pretty easily. Okay, cool. And uh, I think Gerald just popped in here. Yes, yeah. I did. Hey, you know, Jamie, I mean, leave you out in the dark there. Do you want to give us your review on uh, NCAA 13? Not a problem. I didn't feel like I was in the dark at all. And all right. hello, sir. Welcome, Gerald. Welcome. Actually, you were born in the dark. I mean, I think all of us were, but, you know, that's just uh, something that, you know, just part of the human anatomy. But Unless you had a water birth. I was special. I was born in the spotlight. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, there's I'm probably sure. a light somewhere there. Sure. <laughs> I had to go towards something. <laughs> Science of it, yeah. <laughs> They're like illuminate inside now. Have, have you guys ever seen the cow that has the surgically um, cut hole in his stomachs where you can reach your hand in and, and like touch what he's eating and stuff? Oh. And they'll have that. They'll just have a little light for your pregnancy and you can shove in there, <laughs> look around, have a peek. <laughs> well, I already I told, I don't know who it was. I think I told my wife, I said, if we get to podcast 100. I will eat if somebody buys it. I will eat some goat brains because I was we were watching that on the uh, Food Network, and I said I will eat some of that. Uh, if we get to a hundred podcasts. Ghost goat brains. Where's your fear factor? Come on, bull testicles or something. <laughs> <laughs> He's not winning like... fifty thousand dollars. Why would he do that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you get no salt to put on them. <laughs> I'll start with goat brains for now. Let's get to two, we'll get to, if we get to two hundred, we'll talk. Would you like some See? salted testicles and move <laughs> over WWE? Brains. They think a thousand episodes is good. We're gonna push it out at a hundred. See, <laughs> we have to we have to focus on pushing over hundred likes and Twitter followers and Twitter followers. That hey, would be we awesome. we we're getting our subscriptions up with our mobile app. You guys keep subscribing to us. If we get a hundred uh, likes on Facebook, I will let someone on our Facebook tell me what to do. <laughs> I will oh, go zip. Scary. I will go zip line with nothing but game source painted on my butt. Is that? <laughs> I don't even care. And we'll all be cheering you on, buddy, <laughs> with the video camera. <laughs> Unreal. Yeah, I think we. Um... Last time I checked our stats, oh, I forgot to get that over to you. Sorry, Gerald. Uh, we were at, what did I say, 27,000 hits? You said 27,000 hits for the month of June. Yeah. So we're, we're, on that, we're not going to do good. that. Pretty good. With well, statistics I, like that, hopefully we can get some press passes for E3 next year. Yeah. Don't well, they want also, like 1,000 a week or something for press passes? Uh, 10,000 a month, isn't it? I thought it was a, I thought it was a thousand a day or something. I don't know. Yeah, I thought I it was a thousand a day. Oh, really? Well, we I think so. We pretty much. Well, We're getting close. We're close. Yeah. Not not this month, you will, because uh, the website wasn't touched. Yes. <laughs> let's uh, let's get Jamie here. Let's give Jamie the spotlight for his review. Okay. Are we coming back from break? We we're not on. <laughs> Never break. been on break. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You came in on the smite. Um, My review, review coverage, yeah. yeah. Then go ahead, Jamie, with that fantastic review. <laughs> <laughs> uh, woo! Okay. Anyway. Awkward. Take it off! <laughs> <laughs> now that was awkward. Oh, shut up, Chris. Right, that wakes Chris up. He's like, oh, God, I, I can't even see him, but he better not do it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> NCAA 13, um, what can we say? There's new catches now. I mean, it's football. It's college. It's the same thing you always want to see. Um, to me, I've already said this once before tonight, but Gerald wasn't here, so I'll say it again. It's a holdover to Madden. It's always been that for me. It's been that, oh, I'll play this, and then when Madden comes out, you know, NCAA hits the shelf and you never see it again. So, But it, it was a good game. It was a good game. I, I liked it. Like I said, there's new catches. There's... They've got the, you know, 20 years anniversary, the Heisman, and you can basically take somebody. What's that? I said don't forget those new catches. You can't forget the new catches. (laughs) Do you see how I accentuated on that? Because that's, like, pretty much the only new thing. that. (laughs) I mean, they added 10 former Heisman Trophy winners. Um, You can get more if you had pre-order bonuses, of course, and then through DLC. 
Well, I, I understand that they're doing challenges with those Heisman Trophy winners, similar to what uh, NBA 2K12 did. Is that correct? That is correct. And you can also kind of move them around, so to speak. So you could literally make, like, Barry Sanders play on the Rebels or, you know, put anybody wherever you want. Hence well, why they have the commercials where the dad gets mad and throws a TV out the window. You know. I think they need more than Barry Sanders for the Rebels. I'm sorry. Maybe they need Bo Jackson. But one thing I wanted to ask on that, um, are the challenges as uh, specific as the ones in NBA 2K12? Because you were actually recreating Michael Jordan's specific games, either regular season or playoff, what have you, and you had to go as a player and actually complete those challenges. Are you doing the same thing here, or is it more of a game, or is it more of a season-oriented thing? It's more of a season-oriented thing, so not not quite the same, no. Um, you know, that's Heisman mode was the biggest thing that they pushed right now, and like I said, it's just to me the same of you know the same as usual, just something to hold you over until Madden comes in, something to give you the football fix for the season. I don't see how NCAA holds you off on that, but. <laughs> Because it's football. You do have the diehard ones that go for it, but it's nowhere near as diehard as the fan base for Madden. Can uh, you have all your top players leave uh, your school just like at Penn State? <laughs> <laughs> I think there was fines involved with that and, you know, removing of statues and such. Well, no, they get to re- they get to move free. The ruling <laughs> was that they, that any player on Penn State gets to move Anywhere they want, just like on a video game. All right, well, we uh, we got to head to another break before we head to uh, our roundtable of doom, and we'll be back with you guys in uh, just another minute. I can't shake it! The roundtable of doom. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Chris, what time is it? It's time for the round table of doom. Doom. <laughs> Dude, that was great. <laughs> um, so, Evo 2012 Evo. was ho- held in our hometown here, Las Vegas. And some uh, coins. <laughs> <laughs> concluded with some great action. Ching. As we, la- as we asked last year, will Evo soon be up to par with the other major trade show events? No, it won't. But, well, before we... you answer your own question like that? I know. Wait, wait, uh... Yeah. There's no need for us here. Okay, let's go. Next topic. I figured I I would just smudge over that and move on to the next one, so... Miller time! (laughs) All right, so before before we ask the second question... Personally, I really don't think that. Well, I guess oh, never mind. We'll ask the second question. The second part of that is: Are fighting games considered a mainstream or a niche market? I I don't think Evo will ever really be on par with a lot of the other uh, a lot of the other trade show events. I don't think fighting games are really considered mainstream. I've never really been a particularly big fighting game fan. I personally. Aside from Super Smash, which I will play occasionally, I don't see the purpose of purchasing fighting games. You unlock the characters, you fight everybody once, and what do you do at that point? When when you are in a drunken stupor with your friends over, you you I don't know you fight each other. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I personally don't see how they're I I don't think there is a fan market large enough to to consider fighting games mainstream. I don't know if you have people waiting 11 months out of a 12-month year for Soul Calibur to come out. I I I just or Tekken or you know another iteration of 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 whatever, uh, you know, Street Fighter. I I I just don't think it's a popular enough type of franchise to be considered mainstream. So will Evo ever really be up to par with a lot of the other major trade show events? I don't think so. Uh, Nick, 
Yes. Now that you're done talking, because uh, I'm going to make sure you stop talking right now, have you ever been to Evo? No. Have, have you ever seen uh, how many people stream Evo online for the full like, event that is going on? Well, I mean, people are there, what, playing? They're competing against each other for money. Yes. However, the thing is with fighting games, it's not American-based. However, worldwide, it probably has just as much of a fan base of sports games. But it's because you are competing for things. How can yeah. you consider that? A, we're, we're not talking about that aside. I'm talking oh, Well, I'm aside talking from evil, I mean, I'm saying fight, fighting games in general are as popular as Madden, even though people compete for Madden, or they don't compete for Madden. I have it's, to disagree. You really do? I do. I don't think they... I do not think That's they're... That's because you haven't been straight. to Evo. You haven't, you haven't seen any of these things. No, you haven't I, seen the fans and how wild they get with this thing. And when they announced Tekken Tag Tournament 2, I, I, my Facebook, I have a bunch of friends who are into fighting games. They blew up for months about that game. And that was over a year ago. Okay, so... Would you compare Tekken Tag? How would you compare Tekken Tag versus Call of Duty franchise? Well, Call of Duty has like the millions of people that play it just because it's easy. It, but still, how can you how can you how can you put those two games in the same tank? And which one's going to float? Which one's going to sink? Okay, I, if you put any game in the in a tank with Call of Duty, Call of Duty is going to win. No, no, that's not. You put any fighting game in the tank with any major mainstream franchise, uh, Medal of Honor, uh, uh, Battlefield, uh, it, it, not even shooting games aside. Uh, you know, most RPGs, Final Fantasy fans, uh, anything like that. I'm telling, and I don't think there is as much of a fan base for fighting games as there are for a lot of the other mainstream franchises. Uh, I have to agree with what Chris said. Yeah, His biggest comparison in what he said was comparing it to Madden. And I remember all growing up, Madden was a competition thing. You'd sit in your living room and you know, you're know you arguing with your friends over how you're going to win or what you're going to do next. or you know, It's the same thing with fighting games. You're gonna. It's a competition factor, whether it be for money, whether it be in a tournament, whether it be in an arcade, whether it be sitting in your living room for fun. It's a competition thing. You want to get better. Who's gonna get the biggest combo? You know, who's gonna pull off the next biggest move and kill off that person? Who's gonna have the biggest winning streak? It's just something that you can do with a friend or with with random people just for a competition. That's why they invented. Online, like uh, League of Legends, uh, PvP type games where you're facing other people because you want that competition. You want that, I want to compare my skill to you kind of effect. Well, I can understand. I, I'm not saying I don't understand the competition aspect of it. And I, I'm not saying I don't understand the fact that it is a competitive market as far as money and stuff like that. But the, what we're asking is is whether it can be considered as mainstream as a lot of the other popular franchises. And that's what I, I'm, I'm disagreeing with you on. I don't think it's as mainstream as a lot of the other popular franchises. I'm not saying it's not a competitive market. I'm not saying there isn't, there isn't a lot of uh, a popularity and there isn't a, a, a fan basis for that. But I don't think it is considered a mainstream. It, it, it's a niche. I'm going to have to agree with Nick. Your, your whole basis of your argument is have you seen the people at these evo tournaments of course the people at the tournaments are going to be you know head over heels for what they're announcing is because they paid money to go to these these tournaments and, and shows and whatnot uh, as a as a person who frequently watches gaming online or competitive gaming online i can tell you that call of duty league of legends even diablo uh, gets way more traction than any fighting games I see, whether it be on Twitch, Justin owned any of the those uh, media outlets that I go to to watch esports gaming. It's always StarCraft, League of Legends, or Diablo on top right now. Nowhere do I see Tekken, nowhere do I see Mortal Kombat, Dead or Alive, uh, any of the fighting games that are relevant right now. Maybe you'll see Marvel vs. Capcom, but that's that's a very rare thing. So my basis is it, 
they're just not up to par with how how much traction that all the other RPGs and shooting games get right now in the esports community, especially StarCraft. StarCraft is insane. Yeah, I mean that that's what I was trying to say. I'm I'm not trying to downplay. I've never been a really particular fan of fighting games and and i mean maybe i sound a little biased from what i said but i'm just trying to take a standalone you know viewpoint from here you know i I agree you know bryce it's not you know it's it's there's a market for it but i don't think it's as great of a market as a lot of these other things we're comparing it to i uh, Gerald, what do, what do you think? You haven't said anything. Well, I've just been hearing this banter back and forth. My goodness. Um, I did go to Evo this year. Uh, I did see the great crowds. Um, I'm just going to tell you from a personal level that I enjoy watching fighting games more than I actually enjoy playing because I've never really been too good at fighting games. Um, I've played quite a few um, from Street Fighter on. Um, but I just never been able to see to get really to the point where I feel that I'm I'm at a uh, a highly competitive level I should say, but uh, I did get a chance to go to Evil. I did see the crowds, um, but um, even though it was crowded and I see potential for next year and I hear a lot of talk that it's going to be even bigger next year, um, you're still the five to Seven thousand, maybe even ten thousand people that are going to Evo still gets trumped each year by Gamescom and E3 and what have you. But I think that that um, the mic, the market as a whole, I'm going to have to say it it steers towards the niche side, but their ceiling is much higher than other niche gaming. Um, for instance, JRPGs, RTSs, uh, point and click adventures. Things of that nature, side scrollers. I think the uh, the ceiling for those uh, for fighting games is much higher. Um, take for instance Mortal Kombat when it came out on the reboot, and when Street Fighter got rebooted, um, you saw three to four million sales um, as far as from each of those games. And I think that's probably the max you would probably see it. Maybe just a little bit higher depending on the genre, uh, depending on the game. But as a genre, I th- think it's it, like i said it's a niche to, to classify it I, i'd have to still classify it as a niche but i think the ceiling is a lot higher than other niche gaming markets um i think there is a potential for growth um but does it still get you know every fighting game still get trumped by uh skyrim uh, fifa uh, call of duty battlefield whatnot yes it does but uh I think the mar- the market for fighting games uh, is there. I think that's why PlayStation's going all in with PlayStation Battle Stars Battle Royale. I think that's why Warner Brothers is going all in with Injustice Gods Among Us. If you've seen that footage, uh, it, it really looks quite good. Uh, also, Tekken Tag Tournament Two with its hundred, you know, what we were talking about earlier, and it's you know 150 different pieces of clothing that you can pre-order. Um, you know, I, I really think that there is a hardcore rabid niche, and the ceiling is high for it than other niche markets. But I really think it still has to be considered a niche market, and I don't think it's going to um, volume-wise. Even though it's great, and I loved and I enjoyed being part of Evo, I still don't think you can compare it to E3, even at this point in time. Yeah. No, go ahead. The ceiling's higher. The ceiling's higher, but it's still a ceiling. Um, you know, And I think these companies, when they go and project sales for it and, and you know, decide what are we going to invest in this fighting game or whatnot, realize that it's only going to get you yield so much so their budgets are are bracketed accordingly, and and I think uh, that you cannot budget a Injustice or a PlayStation All Stars Battle Royal or Injustice Gods Among Us the way you could say a, a Call of Duty. I think it really just depends on the game uh, and how much of a, uh, an audience the game brings in over its its lifetime. Um, I mean, yeah, Marvel. Versus Capcom had its height when it came out, but it's died down severely as well as Street Fighter and um, Tekken. So they have their 15 minutes, but then they go down very quickly. I, I just don't know. I mean, you have your initial 
you have your initial bases of people who, and I understand the excitement. And again, I'm not trying to put down for those those people who enjoy fighting games. More power to you. But I think you have, you know, you have those group of people who are genuinely excited. And Chris, I absolutely agree. You have, you know, hundreds, hundred, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of people, um, you know, at at Evo, for instance. And, you know, hundreds of thousands of people, I'm sure, who like these types of games. But, Bryce, you said it right there. You have your 15 minutes of fame, but is it something that long-term, let's say six months down the road, you still have people buying games like Madden, and you still have people buying games like, you know, Call of Duty and, and things like that. And I think after that initial hype... Well, well, Nick, you know, if I may, you know, Madden... And which used to be something that sold in seven to ten million copies is now in the range of those highest selling fighting games as a three to five million seller because it's become so saturated with yearly releases and that uh, on that game. So just to give you a heads up, FIFA is the one that doubles uh, at least Madden sales at this point in time. I I just feel like like for instance, I don't mean to keep bringing up Call of Duty, but Call of Duty. You know, and Medal of Honor and games like that, and, and any game, it, it doesn't matter, just any game that has additional DLC. With well, I, would, I would mention Medal of Honor because it hasn't achieved those sales, but Battlefield, but, uh, that hasn't. But I'm just saying, games that, games that have add ons that are worth purchasing, I just think, you know, for instance, and, and putting aside our discussion uh, before about, you know, PlayStation All Stars, I'm, that aside, I'm saying, let's just say for, for Tech and Tag. Tech and Tag versus, let's just say, Madden uh, has initial DLC that you can buy that gives you like, I don't know, 12 extra teams or something. Versus a DLC pack that might be available to purchase at the same price for Tech and Tag that gives you like an extra character or three sets, three extra characters. Who is going to really... I mean, who's who's going to lean more towards Madden? Who's going to lean more towards... I mean, you know what I'm saying? I just feel like for fighting games, you have a much more limited scope of what you're able to avail- make available to players for downloadable content, which really, with the way the gaming market is, I think DLC is is a huge, huge part of, of games now. I, I, I think it's a lot bigger... And correct me if I'm wrong. I think DLC has become a lot more popular than what it used to be. And I yeah, think everything. The, um, continue. No, 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 no. It's okay. I, I was just saying. I think DLC is. I, I think that's a major component for why people buy games now. And I just don't think fighting games are able to offer people the the kind of reason to buy that DLC. And that's why, again, I, I think they fall into. They, they don't fall into that mainstream, that mainstream flow. Mm. Most fighting games have the problem of you can't really introduce characters because there's a lot of work and money that goes into making new characters because you have to develop, uh, capture, and animate most characters. And if you keep pumping out characters for one game, what will you have to make another game with? You're going to have to come up with you know another 15 brand new characters just to make another game successful um the most they can do is skins clothes accessories maybe a new character here or there um and maybe like a new arena but that's nothing compared to you know five new maps six new guns and 78 kill streaks this month you know call of duty is putting out Four new maps a month, and fighting games just can't compete with that number. So they fall off by the, they fall to the wayside because they just don't have enough to give to an audience to keep them playing for long enough. Yeah, I just don't think I don't think there's enough. I don't think there's enough there to captivate to captivate a larger audience. I, I think you're you're going to find the same people who are into that type of genre continuing to buy. But I don't see a real considerable market for growth. I don't see a whole lot of expansion with that. And and not to say that fighting games is just going to die off, but I just don't see 
a considerable amount of growth there. Um, yeah. DLC-wise, there isn't a whole lot of considerable growth. Plus, yeah. we all have that one friend who is really good at the game and always, you know, makes you look bad and yep. just ruins the game for you. You don't even yep. want to play it no more. I ab- absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I know what you mean. Yeah. I always have that one guy who just <laughs> doesn't come over to your house anymore. <laughs> your drinking buddy doesn't come to your drinking <laughs> buddy anymore. Because <laughs> he can kick your can even when he's drunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but does, they, does anybody else have anything to add on that before we, we go to our final break tonight? I know we're kind of running a little long here tonight, so. We run long every time. Well, we try to keep these under an hour. Nobody? Giggity. Giggity, giggity. Uh-huh. Nick, do you realize the last time we were under hour was... Actually, I don't know when. It was when 2009. It's the bird, yeah. bird, bird. The bird is the word. <laughs> I think we're doing pretty good. Uh, it, cramming it just, so much good information with such a slow month. Yeah, I mean, it just... It doesn't... It shouldn't... Time limits... You know, those other... Uh, Podcasts have to always worry about time and things of that nature. Um, if as long as the talk is good, keep talking. Except in your guys. case, Nick. Well, we don't really don't need to go to a break. We can just do the closing thoughts. Let's go to a break. Okay. Break Fine. Piece of that get cap on. <laughs> he, he missed. He missed the other one. So you know. All right, we're gonna go to break. We'll we'll be back. Well, we just want to just want to close up tonight, guys, and uh, just want to cover cover a couple things because we uh, we did do some recent changes and updates, and just to let you guys know uh, some of the things we got coming. Uh, we want to uh, first off, I, I posted on Facebook for, uh, for those who are, who are keeping up on that. If not, make sure you like us and uh, also uh, pick us up on Twitter. We we want to we understand that some of the other some of the other uh, podcasts out there, out there in the great expanse of iTunes and, and whatnot, do kind of like a reading session. And and Gerald, I, I didn't get an opportunity to uh, to explain this to you, but I, I wanted to add a segment maybe at the end of the show where we can uh, read off some some viewers, some viewers or some uh, listeners uh, if they have any questions for Game Source, any gaming related questions, uh, anything relating to any opinions that any of the crew members may have. And just maybe take uh, you know ten minutes at the end of the show to to kind of read those off and uh, respond back. So sounds darn good to me, sir. All right, so you can uh, and you like I said, I you can check us out on the on Facebook too. But you can either send that information to uh, info at yourgamesource.com or yourgamesource at yahoo.com. Uh, doesn't matter what it is, of course. But wait, wait. There's also they, if they have any questions to send in for the ever popular C and C MF podcast, Chris, I'll let you take that away. Uh, with C and C, you can get a hold of us. Which uh, actually, let me just explain that a little bit more. C and C stands for Chris and Corey, or Corey and Chris, depending on who you ask. Uh, well, don't ask Nick because he kept on getting you guys mixed up at E3. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he might as well just call them Chris and Chris or Corey and Corey podcast. But um, it's a podcast that we're going to do that's a little bit more uh, to the bone uh, that you can come and listen to. If you want to email us about more, you can go to your game source, CNC at hotmail.com. I was forgetting what address it was to. Um, and then. You can uh, send in some suggestions about it, or you can uh, ask us anything you'd like, and we'll answer it up on air. Well, you've already had three great episodes, and uh, I know you've got more on the way with uh, of course. with Mr. Corey. Now, Jamie, you've got one up uh, coming up very soon as well, correct? That is correct. Coming off the heels of Evo and of our talk tonight over fighting games, I think I'm going to take a trip down memory lane with some of the fighting games over the years. Hopefully you guys and everybody stay tuned for that one. I have something to announce. There you go. Uh, I'm actually going to start doing um, a weekly, maybe bi-weekly Let's Play with Game Source kind of thing uh, for the website viewers. Uh, if you want to join me on various games I own, uh, for now it'll be computer games because my consoles are out of commission, but uh, soon I will fix that. Basically, I'll 
invite some people to come play with the game source staff. We'll play whatever games we feel like playing that day, and we'll make a, an event out of it. That sounds awesome. And then also, as well, we still got the code contest going on, correct? Yes, the Smite Beta Code Contest. Uh, I'm so sure that we'll, uh, we'll get more codes for more people uh, pretty soon, too. So multiple winners can be uh, awarded. And we're also planning another contest down the line right around Resident Evil time. Isn't that right, Jamie? Don't start me on that. <laughs> yes, if you want to know why Nick just said that, please go to our Facebook and you will see why he just now said that. And yes, Gerald, you are correct on that. Um, we are working on some Resident Evil-themed contest. We tack on the 30 minutes of this podcast, so I get started on that. Um, Scott is also, uh, a.k.a. Felician. Um, he is working on a secret project. I cannot say on air what it is yet, but uh, he's working on a great project. Um, we Hopefully, we'll also have articles soon from uh, Patty and also Sam, who sent me word that they've got stuff coming on the way. So, uh, And, you know, Jeremiah has been sending a lot of stuff. Um, he was our most recent weekend spotlight. Uh, just want to let everybody know on there. Just want to keep an eye on the weekends. I know most of these gaming sites take the weekend off, but uh, I just want to let everybody know each weekend we will put the spotlight on one of our great staff members um, going forward. So keep an eye out on the weekend at, at Game Source on Facebook, and then you can... Uh, Check us out. All right. Well, um, I guess lastly, uh, there, for those of you uh, checking out the website, uh, there's been some format changes. Uh, in essence, we optimized and streamlined the website. So it's a lot easier. We're hoping that it runs a little more efficiently. But please, um, as always, uh, feel free to send us your feedback if you find that the, uh, any of the pages are buggy or glitchy or you have any problems with uh, loading times on any of them, uh, please send it in. Let us know the page. Let us know what you're having a problem with, and we'll make sure uh, our team gets on that so we can get that 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 uh, issue fixed. So but please, please make sure everybody out there, if you get a chance, if you're just got this uh, from our from our app, the mobile app, which is going on the Android market very soon. Uh, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. The reason why is you will, by doing that, you will get the latest news and information sent to you right straight from us, what's going on here at Game Source and what's going on around the video gaming world. And as always, make sure you check us out at uh, www.yourgamesource.com. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Facebook. And uh, you can also find us on YouTube at yourgamesource, D-O-T-C-O-M, yourgamesource.com. Oh, I forgot to mention that we've got videos coming, both from uh, the E3, as far as a sum-up E3 compilation video that I'm just about finished working with, and I'm going to put up on the site source, on the yourgamesource.com YouTube site shortly. And there's also a Rage Rant coming soon as well. Isn't that right, Nick? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there'll be another one. Well, the one that, this one's coming to video. Oh, yeah, that's right. Are we talking about the uh, RE, REO uh, Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City? That is correct, sir. Okay, I thought you were talking about because I plan on doing another one for Resident Evil 6. But that's not for a while, sir. Well, uh, yeah, I guess so. I, I'm going to do a pre-rant, and then I'm going to do a post-rant. I need something Fair to enough, go sir. off of because I'll tell you, that got me fired up, so... There are other games besides the Resident Evil games coming out in 2012. Just want to let you know. Yes, I'm aware of that. Thank you. <laughs> um, all right. Well, we better sum this up. Sum up. The sum up. Well, thank you, folks, as always, for joining us on Game Source Podcast. And um, from the crew to you, uh, tune in with us uh, next week. And uh, we'll see you then. Good night, everybody. Hey, why does your Nick H look so fuzzy, but your Nick looks so sharp and clear? I don't know. He has bad pixels on his left one, on his Nick H. Uh, shouldn't it be the same JPEG you're using? Um, I'm not sure. I'm on my Mac. I'm recording off my I'm recording off my desktop. Um, talking off my Mac, so I don't know. Mac, that explains everything. Macs are the best. So. Fair enough.
Yeah, and, and and for the record, Chris, I I made I made sure to go in and change my hard drive from Nick is a douche. All <laughs> <laughs> that to oh, Nick's God. hard drive. You know, my friend played played that same prank on me when I first got my computer, but I don't really care. I think it's hilarious when people see it. <laughs> oh my God! How long did it take you? You know, no, he told me. He told. Oh, I'm sorry. No, yeah. I, I don't oh. know. I don't know. It was. I was like, oh, dude. Yeah. Well, I did at E3, so I was like, I wonder if yeah, you did out. it during the podcast we were doing. Yeah. <laughs> Asking about the uh, how to reformat, and I was like, uh, I know how to change the name, so I did that. Um, and I didn't think you would find out way afterwards. I thought you would have found out like that day, and I forgot about it. No, he did find out that day. He said it on this. He said it on the podcast. He just did forgot he? about it. Oh, really? Yeah, he did. I have his. You guys announced it while you were doing it. Oh yes, <laughs> I have it on recording. Oh, that was, that was on the uh, that was on the uh, CNC number two MF. Yes, the CNC MF podcast number two. But you were intoxicated by that time. <laughs> yes, yeah, drunken. I don't podcast. know what you're talking about. Oh, dude, that whiskey burned all the way down. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, your face had the most priceless look on it. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> that was the worst thing I've ever tasted. It was like swallowing a bullet. There was only one thing more funny that that happened, and that was after E3. And that was when we, I was at Corey's house, and we were playing scary games all night. Oh, then tell me you have did, amnesia reactions. Did you record it? No, I, I didn't record it? that game. Recorded reactions of men being scared is pretty big on the internet right now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it is. 